Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type Inside to claim your special offer today. Thank you, Stamps.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for... Oh, it's Thursday. I thought it was Tuesday. I thought that all day. Well, okay, what a treat. It's a nice little surprise. Thankful Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Ooh, thankfully thirsty. thirsty. That means we can drink tonight. No, it means we have to post shots of us nude. Thanos Thursday. <laughs> Cut that, please. If you followed this last console generation at all, you know that it wasn't a great one for Microsoft, kind of like a kid that gets dropped on its head from the get-go. Yeah, <sighs> could have been promising, but there it is, on the floor, not looking too hot. Stop crying, it's Sorry. over. Fun fact, did get dropped on my head as a kid. Did get a skull fracture. <laughs> did almost die. Way I see it, floor got dropped on me. Yeah. The Xbox One came in last place behind the PlayStation 4, which went on to sell more than 100 million units, and it even got whipped by the Switch, which has outsold the Xbox One in less than three years. That is embarrassing. Unless you like getting whipped by switches. Mm. Throw me on the ground, Nintendo Switch, and step on my throat. Zach, how are you doing? Good, I am. How's, so what, what? Uh... Enough about you, how's the Xbox One? <laughs> yeah, the Xbox One stumbled out of the gate with that pretty disastrous reveal and never really fully recovered. Insert head bonk. Yeah, you'd think Microsoft would be humbly licking its wounds, right? Yeah, right, right, right. It has quietly made some pretty impressive strides and rectified much of what went wrong at the start of its life, but uh, you'd be wrong. Maybe there's no more wounds to lick because in a new interview, Xbox boss Phil Spencer says he doesn't consider Sony and Nintendo to be competition for them at all. Oh, shoddy oh. tripping. <laughs> Hold on a second, Philly Spence. Someone's getting a little big. <laughs> You're a gorgeous man. We love you, baby. But you've been thoroughly trashed this generation. What are you talking about? Apparently, they've got their sights set on much bigger fish Ooh. when it comes to the future, which they all think is going to be cloud gaming. Uh, let's talk of fish and clouds. <laughs> In my tech news, disgusting. Actually, I like it. In an interview with TechSite Protocol, Spencer was pretty candid about who he considers to be his competitors. And instead of Sony and Nintendo, he's watching his back for Amazon and Google. Yeah, I was trying to think of a fishing company, but... I... <laughs> uh, Bass Pro Shop? What did he say, Zach? I love Ganderman. Oh, uh, yeah, so uh, Philly, Philly Spence, which I like that. I like that. We're just, let's, let's use that for now. And he said, when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them. But we see Amazon and Google as main competitors going forward. We have a ton of respect for them, but they're just not in our league, dude. <sighs> Yike. We got a ton of respect for them, but oof, let's get this Nintendo oh, off my shoe. It's gross. Ew. Ew, it's disgusting. Oh. So why does the lovely Phil Spencer feel that way? Well, the short answer is because neither of those companies owns a high-end cloud infrastructure like Microsoft's Azure platform. Yeah, and Microsoft has put a lot of money into Azure over the years. Spencer added, that's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the <laughs> traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years. Tens of billions? Damn. That's uh, a lot of game passes. I could play Sea of Thieves for like the rest of my life, short as it may uh, be. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, what? no, it's what? fun. That's a retirement plan for the worth rest of your folly. life. I don't know if there's enough swashbuckling adventure <laughs> in to last me the rest of my life. <laughs> So yeah, to hear there's Spencer a, talk a, about it, they've been in the gaming arms race. Google, Amazon, Apple, and Trident Seafoods for a while now. <laughs> we got a Smish company! As Spencer put it, as a technology company, you simply have to be in games. Dude, Phil, not so loud, Disney can hear you. Over the years, the gaming industry has grown into a bit of a juggernaut, and that's attracting a lot of new competition. Last year, it brought in more than 150 billion dollars in annual revenue. And to put that in perspective, that's more than twice the combined size of the worldwide movie box office and the music business. Why watch a dumb old movie or listen to stupid music, which you can't even see, and you can spend your days bopping Goombas on the head or absolutely riddling bopping a man Goombas with on the head. 
I know where my interests lie, and yes, that was extremely uncomfortable to get through that sentence. And with that kind of money on the line, you're gonna get some big new players. Phil Harrison, who is head of Stadia for Google, said that while games used to be overshadowed by movies and music, they're now far and away the largest entertainment medium on the planet from a digital perspective. He added, so that global scale and size is attractive to the large technology companies as a way of bringing their products and services to more people. Phil's, both of you, seriously, keep your voices down, I think. Remember Epic Oh God, is that Mickey Mouse? You know Rat. That rat piece of sh**. Master Chief. That brings us to cloud gaming. We've talked about it for a while now, and it's no secret that various companies are working on their own platforms. NVIDIA just released their GeForce Now service, which lets you stream games you already own to lots of different devices. Google Stadia released in November to thunderous applause from people who were smart enough to hold on to their money. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Another baby drop right on its fat head. But there are more on the way, and soon. Tense music, please, Amir. No, no, no. <laughs> because Amir cut that from the other one, so. Mm -hmm. Apple has already rolled out the Apple Arcade subscription service, but for years now, people have wondered if Apple TV could someday be expanded and include games. So there's also Amazon, which owns Twitch, and it's also got studios making games, but it sounds like they've also got bigger plans too. There was a report last fall which said that Amazon is planning to announce its own game streaming service in 2020. I'm gonna barf until I die. So another contender throwing their hat in this dumb ring. I'm gonna have to start uh, mailing in the post letters to my mom, right? Because of the ad. It's a throw for the ad today. It's stamps, stamps.com. Thanks for getting me there. You're welcome, bud. Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is brought to you by Stamps.com. Now, postage rates have gone up again, but uh, thankfully Stamps.com is there to offer the big discounts on post office retail rates. Stamps.com, you save five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off shipping rates. That kind of savings really adds up, especially if you're a small business owner. So Stamps.com is completely online. That saves you time. You don't have to go to the post office anymore. No more inconvenience. Stamps.com brings all the services of the US Postal Service right to your computer. So if you're a small business, you're sending invoices all day, you're an online seller shipping out uh, products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. So it saves you time and money, and uh, it's a no-brainer. Right now, our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. So just head on over to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in inside. That is Stamps.com, enter inside. Thank you, Stamps.com. When you're close, I'm there for you. God. What, what? It's just words. So Amazon's rumored to get into the game streaming world. That would make sense because Amazon also had its AWS cloud service, which provides, which provides back-end computing for much of the industry. Also, they already have video and music streaming through Prime, obviously, but that's a much different ball game than video games. Still though, they've definitely got their fingers in the pie much more than some of the other contenders. Uh, industry analyst Michael Pachter said that he would bet everything that an actual game streaming service from Amazon launches this year. And what Pac-Man says, goes. Ooh, he jumps. said that he I, expects it no later than the launch date God. for the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. Mm. And that's interesting, right Zach? Yeah, I mean it would mean that everyone, not just Sony and Microsoft, are trying to roll out a new service this year to kick off the next generation. And after watching from afar as Google oops its baby all over the floor. Mm. So what does this all mean? Well, it means that next gen is going to have a lot more players than usual and a lot more different kinds of players. That's also why we're seeing the old school gaming companies start to circle the wagons and team up on cloud initiatives like oh. Sony and Microsoft announced last year. And by team up, we mean that Sony needs to use Microsoft's <laughs> infrastructure for its own cloud gaming initiatives. That's how far ahead Microsoft is from Sony and Nintendo. Huh, maybe that 
brain damage made it a little bit gifted. A little touched. So Spencer told Protocol that he's totally willing to cooperate with Nintendo and Sony when it comes to gaming, which tracks. He's had a very arms open kumbaya approach with the big three for a while now. He said, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with these guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people, all right, around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. Yeah, that's not gonna fucking happen. Shut up. My abuela has no on. way to play Crossy Road. This so is a tragedy. He probably didn't mean it literally, but that's probably why Spencer particularly seems to come off as so blasé when it comes to the concept of console sales and old school fights about whose system is better. What did he tell The Verge last year, Zach? He told The Verge last year that the business isn't how many consoles you sell. The business is how many players are playing the games that they players. buy, how they play. I think it's easy from the outside to judge the health of our business around how many consoles any company sells. In the end, how many subscribers you have to something like Game Pass, how many games people are buying, those are much better metrics on the health of a business. I agree. Yeah, so maybe the real story here is that Microsoft doesn't view Sony and Nintendo as competition because they're playing a different game, Maybe. And it's not just Spencer talking like this. Other analysts have said that in the future, the ecosystem is going to be the important thing, not whose hardware you buy. Yeah, another analyst, Matt Biscatella, brought up this point in a tweet a few months ago saying, 2020s will be about ecosystems, not platforms. By the end of the decade, I doubt any company will tie content exclusively to one device. Particular hardware will be a nice to have, not a need to have. That's why Microsoft has been putting all those billions into Azure, and they've been making a lot of acquisitions too. A lot has been written about all the developers they've snapped up, but they've also been acquiring companies like Play Fab, which is a back-end server infrastructure for live games. James Gwertzman, who started PlayFab and now works at Microsoft, confirmed that Microsoft has bigger goals than just console customers. In a recent interview, he said that Spencer, quote, says over and over again that we in the gaming division need to find a way to reach the 2.8 billion gamers in the world that we believe there are. Okay, so we're down from seven. Uh, he added, uh, what did he add, Zach? He said, we acknowledge that we will never reach more than 100 million of them by selling an Xbox. The only way to reach the remaining 2.7 billion is something else whether it's xCloud or things like PlayFab, where we're not reaching them directly, but we're providing technologies to help reach them. And they're also experimenting with some really interesting technologies that could revolutionize streaming, like using machine learning models to upscale textures in real time. As Gortzman put it, you can't tell the difference between the hand-authored high-res texture and the machine-scaled-up low-res texture to the point that you may as well ship the low-res texture and let the machine do it. The download is way smaller, but there's no appreciable difference in game quality. Damn, these people are smart as hell. Why are we so stupid. It's the water.